Hey you, welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here. You'll never guess who I have on the show today. But before we get to that, I need to address something. Last week, I said you can't even call me Sierra Mist anymore because it's not a thing. But then my friend sent me a picture of some Sierra Mist, and I was like, what? Man, you know I live under a rock, but I thought it was discontinued. Did I lie to you guys? Seriously, you need to let me know pronto because I really thought it was done for. And I was working at this restaurant and the pop got discontinued by the distributor when I found out. And yeah, I say pop, not soda. I'm from the Midwest and that's just what we do. But seriously, if I lied to you, I'm so sorry. But I guess it's still a thing for now anyways. All right. So moving on, I'm about to wrap for you. I'm just kidding. But um, I do have the CEO of Sneaking in the Studio sneaking into my podcast and it's not enough to think about it. Welcome to Sierra Unravel, Villa. I'm so excited to have you here with me, with us. He seriously won't take any credit for this, but I wouldn't be doing any of this podcast crap right now if it wasn't for him. We accidentally crossed paths on TikTok about a few weeks ago, and I posted about it on my Instagram story about how someone with 1.4 million followers, yes, 1.4 million followers, dude, stumbled across my page. And honestly, I really feel like it comes down to your engagement, your personality. Like you're not like most other artists out there. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go stream his new song. Think about it. Literally, I'm in awe that this song just came out too, because this literally describes the type of artist that you are in a nutshell. And you want to just inspire people to create. So welcome to the creation of my show. <laughs> Yo, that was one hell of an intro. Um, <laughs> thank you for having me. Um, this is super dope. Uh, I do want to address pop though. Like, what do you? We say soda <laughs> over here, so I don't know what's going what? on over there. I used to live in Minneapolis, and they used to say pop too. So, like, I don't, I don't know that y'all didn't get the memo, but like, it's definitely, definitely soda around these uh, ways. I'm so sorry. We gotta find like a universe, like a word that like universal we could switch over to that will just categorize both of those so people could stop hating on me for saying pop and I could stop hating on people for saying soda. I don't even know where we begin with that. <laughs> I actually saw a long time ago we looked this up. It was like me and a couple friends from Minnesota. And uh I think the the overarching category is called like soft drinks. Okay, so like you just right. can't you can't go wrong because I know in some places they say Coke too. And I'm just like, mm. well, not everything's a Coke. So, Coke, you know what I'm saying? Right. You got to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's soft drinks. Okay. Well, I guess I'll have to transition that into my vocabulary because that's kind of hard. Instead of just saying one short syllable word, I have to start saying two. I'm definitely going to mess that up for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you probably just don't keep saying pop. It's all good. Yeah, it's fine. We're just going to keep moving. <laughs> right. All right. So anyway, so when did you start doing music? Uh, yeah, like 13 years ago. It was um, the summer going into uh, my freshman year of high school. Wow. So, it's been a yeah. long time coming. I thought it had been a while, but dang. How many you know, times did you want to give up? Um, Honestly, I don't think I ever wanted to give up. Wow, just because, beautiful. I mean, like I was always frustrated, you know, like just it's frustrating trying to get your stuff out there. Um, the getting better part, you know, that was the fun part, but like the, the distribution, cause I, f I find like when people, you know, people start businesses, entrepreneurs, like mm -hmm. people that are doing their own thing, there's the, the getting better in the thing, you know, whether mm -hmm. it's product service, like whatever, but then it's also the getting it out there part, the marketing, the distribution. Right. And that, I feel like that was always my issue. 
And um, that was the part that frustrated me the most because, you know, being an artist first, I'm just like, I don't care about this other shit. Like, I'm tr- I just want to make music and I want people to hear it. Right. But there's so much that goes into the distribution and getting it out there and like, you know, the, the business part of it. And um, over the years, I've, I've gotten more comfortable and more excited about it, but I definitely wasn't to begin with. Yeah, I totally, I totally understand that. Gosh, it's crazy. Just like, I feel like it's so difficult to navigate through all that, especially with so many different artists out there. I feel like every day there's always a new artist and there's so many underground artists out there. It's just like, where do you begin sometimes? Um, when did you realize that your hard work was starting to pay off? Um, I think I know this, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, I know there's, so like on the talent side, there were several moments, um, just, you know, just different, uh, interactions that I had with certain people and them telling me how certain songs affected them. So I'm like, okay, like those were like nice little checkpoints to let me know that, okay, I'm on to something. I'm getting better. Um, I'm helping people, inspiring people, touching people's lives, all that good stuff. But on the, like the, I guess the distribution side or marketing side, um, I really, once I find, once I went viral on TikTok, so <laughs> like literally the end of June, I dropped that first uh, like remix, um, mm-hmm. like the sneaking in the studio series, yeah, um, the what's popping, yeah, the what's mm-hmm. popping remix, and um, yeah, that was the first one to go viral. I think initially it had hit or like peaked around like two million ish, um, and just the more times I went viral after that, the more that picked up, and then it became a like the number one trending topic on. Uh, yeah on TikTok and yes it all kind of just went crazy from there it's great you just never know when you're gonna pop off like it could be today tomorrow it could be this hour it could be next hour like you just don't know and if you're not creating and putting stuff out there people aren't going to know who you are exactly oh so crazy it's so recent too I love it so how long or um so how has your wife been dealing with your new fans She's a saint, no disrespect. I'm just curious. I'm sure, I mean, since it came out of the blue almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, She's, uh, she loves it. She, um, yeah, like, I mean, obviously, (laughs) yeah, she's super dope, super supportive. Um, Obviously, she wasn't there for the entire 13 years, but just in this past, you know, couple years, um, she's really seen um, just the, the growth I've had just in the last two years, I feel like I've done the most growing um, really just recently. Um, and yeah, she's, you know, all, we just had a conversation, I don't know, was it yesterday or the day before, mm-hmm. uh, where I don't know, I was feeling kind of lost or stuck mm-hmm. in like my content creation. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. she just, you know, brought me back to center and, yeah. um, you know, just spoke some sense into me and now I'm moving and grooving. And then I dropped yes. that remix yesterday and, yes. you know, that one's doing well. And yeah, so she's, she's the ultimate support system. Yeah, I can't she's, thank her enough. Yes. Oh, I love it. Literally. That's a blessing. Seriously. To have her to inspire you to talk to you, just to support you. Like, I feel like that's really important. So, so important. And honestly, I really think that your personality and your humbleness and your willingness to develop relationships with other people is like a huge factor for your dedicated consistency of fans. You're just really real. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. Like networking is so important these days, especially when you're in this industry. So like how many people do you think you actively mentor and engage or encourage on a day-to-day basis? 
Um, man, it, it changes every day. So like mm. the days where I go viral, um, those are when my, you know, that's when my inbox is most flooded, mm. but, um, Hey, I don't, I don't know. Probably like, you know, 10 ish, so, 10, 20 people yeah. at a time. Do you um, make it like a, a goal? Like every day you're like, I need to at least interact with one person or like at the end of the night, if you feel like you haven't connected with anyone, you're like, ah, oh, we got to try again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I feel like I am, whether it's, you know, directly or indirectly. So like I always have people listening to my music. Um, I have people commenting, you know, saying like, wow, like I love your songs or, you know, whether it's just like I have some people comment and they'll say that like I'll be in a mood or just, you know, not doing so well and I'll listen to your music. And it might not even be like the message speaking to them directly. It might even Mm -hmm. just be me making a good verse or song and it's just Mm -hmm. like just an escape. Um, Yeah, yeah, and they, they talk about how much that means to them. And then I've, you know, obviously gotten the more involved messages where, you know, people give me their life story and I'm just like, dude, this this is like, I'm new to this. This is still like right. this three months <laughs> in the making, you know? So I get I get these messages and I'm just like, wow, you know, this is what I've That's wanted beautiful. all my life and it's, it's yeah. happening. Aww. I love it. Literally, it's like at this point, you're like, dang, do I need to start taking some like therapy certification classes? I don't even know how to respond <laughs> right. to some of these messages. I totally feel it. I, I understand. Occasionally, someone will like open up to me and I'm like, I don't even know you, but like if I can help you in any way, I definitely want to do that. So it's super cool. Right. It makes you feel like you're making a difference. And I think that's really important. Exactly. Um, so do you, do you feel like it's important to push other people, like to push them towards their goals? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I find myself doing that all the time. Like even you know, with you, like when I see people yeah. that I don't know, there's something that they want to do. And for, for whatever reason, they're on the fence or just I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I, I just had a I've had a one. I don't I'm trying to like say three things at once, but <laughs> um, <laughs> like my mind is going like a mile a minute. But uh, during this, I guess, process in this journey, um one of the reasons that I decided that I really, you know, want to make it is to show other people because I have so many people in my life and Mm -hmm. maybe they're like not as much in my life anymore, but people that I've known that they've wanted to do something, but for whatever reason, you know, it it being unrealistic or not traditional and the odds are stacked against them or, you know, they have this idea in their mind that, I don't know, people have to be, you know, chosen you know, or you know me, I got to get lucky in a certain way. and mm-hmm. Or they have money. Everyone always thinks that it comes down to money, but it doesn't. Yeah, money or just, oh, someone in the family. Or just all this, all these excuses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be the example because I, I don't have, I didn't have any music connections. I literally learned all this stuff from, you know, just being resourceful. YouTube University, why, uh, mm-hmm. reading books. And just experiencing stuff, putting stuff out there and, you know, learning and, you know, from people along the way, other artists, um, other people in the in the business and, you know, one capacity or another. And uh, there were so many times where I could have just gave up so many yeah. times, it was 13 years. And on the third and 13th year is when I go viral and start getting some like real traction. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think that, it's really cool. I think it's. Honestly, that's what goes into the talent aspect of it. Like 
you are so like dedicated to it and the fact that you're learning on your own like that makes you way more valuable than a lot of other people that just get handed to them because they don't have to work as hard and also at the end of it they they don't end up being as grateful as you would be you deserve it you know like some people kind of don't deserve it it's on it's kind of sucks to say that but it's true you know exactly yeah yeah it's crazy um do you think uh, it's difficult to change people's mindsets. Like, how do you how do you think that we could change people's mindsets? You know, like that's my whole goal too. Like, I think a lot of the people's problems start with themselves, but they just don't really know where to start, where to begin. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like the belief in self, loving yourself, mm-hmm. and just just believing in yourself, having that confidence. That's where it all stems from. And um, yeah, it's it's super hard. Like you you can't you know you can't force anybody to do it. Um, you know, the old adage, the whole, you know, leading the horse to water thing. Mm. But I think that just showing and being an example. Mm. So it kind of just goes back to, you know, me wanting to achieve these high levels of success so that I can show other people, you know, people that I grew up with, people that I've met along the way, that it's possible. Like, look, I came from the same circumstances that you did. Like, I, my cousin isn't, Lil Wayne, like I, you know, like I have, I don't have any of that on my side. I'm literally just doing what I, you know, super regular, like no, not an ounce of fame in my family, you know? So I love it. I love it. Have you, have you had to personally change your mindset, your own mindset, like yourself? I'm sure you have. I know you're just talking the other day with your wife, you felt like you were stuck, but do you think that within the 13 years of you transitioning to really starting to get some traction and popping off, like, do you think your mindset has changed? Yeah, a thousand percent. Because, um, I mean, so like my family, like I grew up in a very traditional, you know, go to school, get a job scenario. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know the first thing about, you know, doing your own thing and how much, how much work it was. And, how much uh like quote unquote failure came with it mm-hmm. and i say quote unquote because i don't i don't really believe in failure i just believe yes. learning in lessons. results and lessons <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. like whether it's any any result you know what i mean like positive negative and i don't even look at it like that it's just a it's kind of like the scientist mindset or mentality like they try and exp- have a hypothesis right mm-hmm. and something happens and then based on what happens they know what the next thing they can, they can make a conclusion and then they can you know start the next experiment and try again because it's one continuous learning process exactly yes. so yeah absolutely i definitely had to had to change and because it's it's very in like the traditional ecosystem or whatever it's very much a or b it's 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 either you were a success or you were a failure but that's mm-hmm. not how not how things work that's not how businesses are built and you know products are made services and and things are created so you definitely have to change out of that out of that uh just very i don't know it's a a really archaic way of looking at restricted limited mindset you know all all that positivity vibes you need them um so what advice what advice do uh would you give to people who feel like they're stuck in that i guess limited mindset where they don't know what to do. Um, I would say try to find someone to confide in. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's a you know like a romantic partner, mom, dad, friend, somebody, a mentor, you know, Somebody just trust exactly because it's it's hard to like once because you, you're in your own head and it's really hard to call yourself out because you you don't know right. you're in your own head you can't you can't it's really hard to reel yourself in mm-hmm. before you're already you know that going down that path. Um, because you can only think with your own brain. So, um, and I guess if, you know, you don't immediately have access to that person, um, find like YouTube and social media, they're really great, especially like YouTube, a little less social media, a little more YouTube, just because I feel like there's a lot more education going on YouTube than social media, social media, you know, a lot of times people just post their highlights so you can, that could Mm -hmm. probably add more fuel to the fire, but on social media, just, you know, or on uh, YouTube, just identify um, certain people, certain channels, um, and really just start to dive into their channel and into their story. And mm-hmm. a lot of the people, the good ones, yes. they document their journey. And you can go back to the first few YouTube videos and go, oh, wow, the production on these videos were, was terrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they kept going and they kept evolving. And, you know, it became, you know, what it is now, like three, four, five years later and millions of subscribers later. So everybody has a, all the successful ones. They have a journey. Like nobody, nobody just rolls to fame like overnight. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, people like it. It looks that way, but again, so thirteen first, years in the making. Exactly, the first thirteen years, it was very much getting zero to twenty plays on my shit, and then all of a sudden, like boom. When it happens, I will say this: when it does happen it happens like it's fast it's like it's pretty exponential the curve like the the slope on that graph is is stupid it's insane (laughs) but but prior to yeah but you know but prior to it's it's very much like just the smallest and the most incremental of growth like it's you will feel like giving up a lot but the difference between people that are successful and people that aren't is consistent they don't give up and not giving up exactly inconsistency yes i love it and uh so lastly just so my listeners know how real you are you actually read one of my books it's so crazy what did you think about it (laughs) i did um so i had some questions i don't know if you want to turn it we want to turn it to you and i'm going to be yeah yeah of course okay welcome so (laughs) in no particular order so but um do you want to save it for our rapid fire segment or you want to you want to drill I don't know out. how rapid the answer is going to be, <laughs> so I think I'm going to just do it now. Okay, I got you. All right. All right, cool. Okay. <laughs> so somewhere, like, I think it was towards the beginning when you mentioned that uh, she, who is later revealed to be you, um, was looking for something during this trip that she took. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily identified, like, what that thing she was looking for was. What was she looking for? Exactly. Are you referring to Never Mending Love Story or are you referring to the Birds and the Bees? Oh, Never Mending Love Story. I got notes okay. on the other one too. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <We get, laughs> you over here reading everything. Yeah, okay. we can go back and forth, you know. What oh, I mean? geez. Okay. So, what was I looking for? I think I was trying to find myself, honestly. Um, I was going out of town. I'm sorry, go ahead. 
That's it. That's deep. Yeah, I think I was trying to find myself. I had like one year left of college and I basically packed up my bags, took my extra rent money because I couldn't move into my next place. And I went to Miami, dangerous ass Miami, (laughs) and used all that money and stayed in a hotel for like a month straight and just was trying to live it up, trying to fit in to what I thought I wanted to be. But it didn't end up being what I thought it was. I was ready to come back and I was like, this is not it. So it was really hard for me. I guess it was like an eye opener. I just didn't think that it would go down the way it did. In the beginning, it was really great. I had so much fun. And then I was like, why do I think that I need to live this life? Because this life is not not for me. So I had to come I back and reevaluate, you know? Yeah, I feel, man, a thousand percent. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, the second one was, is it based on a true story? But I saw in the end that it is. Yeah. Um, unfortunately i can't make all that up (laughs) yeah wow like it yeah when i when i saw that i was just like good lord this this is this is a lot yeah um it's it's messy (laughs) say the least um so the the next one is um i think so this was around the time when uh the guy you um discovered that the guy had slept with someone else and was due to permission that you had given I had previously it. given yeah yeah so my question because i've 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 encountered situations like this where you know someone says something but doesn't necessarily mean like it, mean it. Yeah. um why do that why do people why? why do people do that man i mean that was younger me i don't even know what to say to that i think that i had been trying to push him away And he was kind of giving me all these red flags and I didn't know what else to do. And I was just like, I don't know. I kind of talked about it just really briefly in my intro uh, episode. But like when you sleep with someone, you give yourself to them. And I'm personally, am not the type of person to like keep engaging in that kind of behavior if the connection's already kind of broken. So I was like, honestly, if that's only what you're here for, you need to just go get it from someone else because I mentally I'm not there anymore. But then like, you reflect on it and you're like, shit, maybe I shouldn't have done that because you still have feelings for the person. You just don't know if they're genuine anymore. Does that make sense? Got you. Yeah. yeah. So it, it really clicked once he, you know, acted on it. I actually did it. I mean, I, in a messed up way, I don't want to say it was like a test, but I really just was like, okay, go do your own thing then because I just, I've kind of had enough. I don't know if this is really right for us to even be doing, but I didn't think he would actually go do it. And it kind of showed who his true color is it proved who he really was so yeah yeah, yeah. wow that's crazy mm-hmm. um <laughs> so the the other one or there's a couple more um so when you were coming back from your mom's when he uh when you decided to move back mm-hmm. um the the cat vomit was what made you question <laughs> your decision out of all things that had happened up until that point the vomit. <laughs> that was what that was what did it for you i'm so dead <laughs> i was I like forgot, i forgot about that i was like really because like my my cat's throwing up before and like i didn't i don't even smell it so oh no this was bad this was real bad i also feel like yeah i had to incorporate some type of comic relief because the story is just very intense and it is 
it, it was emotional. It was very emotional for me to write that. It took me a few months to even get through it because I was like, I don't even know if I can do this because you have to relive it to, to retell that story, you know? And I was like trying yeah. to get through a period of healing. So I'm like, let me just, this is real. That really happened. And I thought it was hilarious, but it was, a, <laughs> it was kind of not really serious. It was kind of a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. And trust me, like I, I do the same. Like when I have a song that's a little, a little deeper, like, mm you got to dig deep and you you have to relive it. So there's a, there's still a few stories that I uh haven't relived yet but that I want to tell. So um yeah, those are coming soon. And you'll Due you'll time. know when you hear Due them. time. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> um so there's a couple more. Uh why uh did you end up staying? Cuz there's that's like a recurring theme, right? Yeah. You talk yeah. about all the different times where I should have left. You could have, you know, you could have bounced for whatever reason. And there was a little break and you had that, you know, you started to get some clarity mm-hmm. and then there was the outreach or just whatever had happened. And then, the, you know, the memories came back. So for you, because I've, I've experienced it too. And, you know, in another situation, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but for you, what was it that made you keep going back? I think that I just had this like hope that I just really thought that I've I always see it now and I'm like gosh I'm so stupid but I I feel like I fell in love with his potential but Mm. what were they actually capable of carrying that out no and I'm gonna be I was over here stuck thinking that it was going to happen one day or I mean I feel like their life changed somewhat when they were with me but I just really thought that things would get better if I wanted it enough that it would change but like you said earlier you like you can bring a horse to the the drinking hole but you can't make him drink like that's I really felt like I was motivating influencing but they didn't want it at the end of the day but I am very like determined and like when I want something I'm gonna go and get it and I was like I'm not gonna let this fail especially after we have a child together like right yeah I, I gotta hope that something can change and I really just kept on that for a really long time. I think up until, I guess, January of the beginning of this year after the proposal, I was like, nope, mm -mm, it's still not not changing. I could really want it, but everything says a lot of things, but what do they really do, you know? So I was just having hope. And I think another bad part about it is that I kind of felt bad. I had like a little bit of like, to, not even a little a lot of sympathy and pity for someone but like yeah. my friends just kept telling me like Sierra like it gets to a point where people become an adult and they have to realize what they've gone through they can't let that influence them for the rest of their life because it's not going to get them anywhere and if they're not ready to take responsibility for what happened to them as a child or even in the past there's nothing you can do about it so you kind of just got to let it go so I just got drained and I was like all right I'm done now. I can't. I can't. But I tried. I tried for a really, really long time because I didn't want to fail. No one wants to fail, you know? Yeah. You kind of, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely, I agree with that 1,000%. Mm-hmm. And it's something I can relate to. Yeah. Man. Um, so I guess the final one is uh, has to do with the last line. And yeah. so you ended up going to lunch. Yeah. <laughs> and how did that go? That was a bad idea. (laughs) 
Bad, okay. I, that was a really bad idea. I think it was like, I don't know, a few weeks. Every week he'll ask me out to go out to eat and stuff. And I'm always saying no or I have an excuse. And then I was like, something happened. He messed up. And I felt bad that he was going to miss out on having parenting time with our daughter. So I was like, okay, I guess we could all meet up for a little bit. And I was like, down with just ordering pizza. But he's like, oh, no, let's go out to eat, eat. Like, let me take you to Red Lobster. And you know how <laughs> girls are with their food. You can't right. I'm not gonna like... say no to Red Lobster. And I was going <laughs> to order pizza. <laughs> right. No. Okay. So, okay. So I was like, I guess I'll go. But I just like. I was getting these vibes where he was just like wanting to be with me again. And I haven't been on that tip for a minute. So I was like, this is really uncomfortable. I don't know why I'm putting myself through this. Oh yeah. For this meal. But after this, like, seriously, you know, you need to cut it off. And I really had, I had to reach out to a few people, some of my friends, women and men, like I need, I need, I need another perspective. Cause like, I feel like I might be leading him on, but I'm not trying to lead him on. I really just want to do what's best for my daughter. And I want her to see that we can get along, but not be together. But he's not ready to grasp that concept. And until that happens, we can't go out to lunch anymore, but it was a bad idea. After that, I had to deal with him, like hitting me up all the time, regularly asking to hang out with me again. And I just had to put my foot down all over. Like, listen, yeah. we don't have any boundaries. And until we can establish those like healthy boundaries where we can just be friends and both be okay with it, you know, we just, I don't want to be around you. Sorry, not sorry. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, yeah. I mean, we, we get a lot, we get along in person, but the second that I bring up anything that has to do with parenting or relationship moving forward, I never really bring up the past, but he gets stuck on the past. So like, he's very combative and it just doesn't go well. So I pretty much the conversation is left to like a minimum and I just smashed my food. And, you know, I post, this is really messed up, but I posted a video on my Instagram story of us like out to eat. I mean, you couldn't really see that he was with me, but it was just like my, my meal. I always, I always post my food, but yeah. I posted a video of it and like I had put a song in there about damn, I wish my ex <laughs> Aww. little does he know little does he know poor guy i feel really bad because i'm like low-key dogging him but i feel like he's asking for it at this point he's putting himself in these positions when he knows where we stand like even even if he hit me up and was like we need to go to therapy just so we can work out our family dynamics so we can be more cordial i would be hip to it but there's too many emotions attached to it it's just it's too much for me because i don't have the energy to deal with it anymore you know that was a really long answer i'm sorry <laughs> no, that was that's what I that's what I asked for. And um, well, with that, because that was my last question. But on that, so given like let's just let's just say, right, in this weird parallel universe, that he I don't know, gets the help that he needs. He matures. Mm -hmm. He's a changed man. <laughs> a changed man. <laughs> a changed man. He's a a wise young fellow, mm -hmm. would you entertain giving him another chance? No. No. Quick, there's quick, nothing... quick, quick, quick to the no. Because I, I was, I was there at one point. I was there for a very long time, but 
I don't want to say I'm holding a grudge, but I can't forgive him for how, like, I can't forget about the history that we've had together. I can't forgive him. I look at him completely different than I ever have before because of how he's previously treated me. And I know I don't deserve it. And the fact that he's done it before means it's even more likely that it can happen again in the future. And I refuse to put myself back in that position under any circumstance whatsoever. I don't care if he's over here making millions and showing up in my house every single day with flowers trying to make it better. Like, I, I can't. I'm over it, you know? I'm over yeah. it. I'm happy so. to hear that. That's yeah. good. Aww. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. yeah. Nobody deserves that yeah. at all. For sure. For sure. Man, these dogs over here going crazy. I am. I know. They I'm are driven. I'm about to text my mom again and be like, you need to, excuse me, I'm still, <laughs> right. still in the booth. We still in the booth over here. <laughs> in the lab. We cooking up still. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for reading. The, oh, man. Literally, thank you so much for reading the book and for giving me the feedback and giving my listeners or ask, asking the questions my listeners probably want to ask me or spill in all my tea and I haven't even really broke it down for them yet. But I know people are thirsty for it, especially if they haven't read my book yet. All right. right. Like you might have to dedicate one like specifically to, you know, just like diving into the situation in the book even more, you know? Yeah. I'm, Life I'm lessons, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's on sure. episode two. Yeah. Episode two. Well, I guess this is episode one, I guess. I guess. I, I, yeah, could be. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah. um, anyways, so let's run it into our run it, run it, run it into our rapid fire questions galore. Are you ready? No, let's go. Oh, I thought you said no. Just <laughs> <I was laughs> like we went anyway. Nah, right. let's go. All right. Uh, how many seconds do you want me to give you to answer these? Are you just gonna fire off rip? Um, Otherwise, I'm get I'm giving you max no more than ten. 10 what seconds. are the yeah, like these. This is your show. So, what are the rules? What are we? What are we doing? That's the rules. You get less than ten so seconds. Ten seconds. So the first okay. first thing that comes to your to your mind. I'm about to set the timer right now. Okay. And, Let's go. All right. You ready? Ready. All right. All right. What's your favorite place that you've ever traveled? Uh, I haven't traveled many places, so I'm gonna have to, <laughs> have to say Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. Why is that? Yeah. Um. It's one of the few places that I traveled. Oh my god! Uh, it okay. was really fun. It was really fun. Um, I like the uh, the diversity that was there. Um, that was a big part of it. Just um, feeling like I could go anywhere and I could see people that look like me. Oh, I love it! I love it. Okay, what's the craziest yeah. childhood memory that you have? Uh, I got I you stumped. Getting <laughs> right, like ten seconds. Man, probably uh, I don't know, getting stung by a bee on the little, the little spring tricycle toy thing that be at the park. You know, when you're on there and you like rocking back and forth, and it's this big heavy spring. Oh, those little bobber things. Yeah, those little things. When you got stung, like did you toys. bob faster? Did you rock faster after you got stung? Or did no, you get off was, and take off? It was curtains. I was like three years old, so I, it, yeah, it was a wrap. I cried. We went inside. <laughs> Day over. It was a wrap. Oh my goodness, I love it. Okay, would you rather face a tiger or a shark in real life? Tiger, I can't swim. Okay, all right, bet. And if you got stranded on an island, who are the two people you would take with you? And if you don't say your wife, I'm kicking you off the show like we can't even go on for real. 
<laughs> that was my first answer. Good. Um, two people though. Uh, oh man, that's tough. Probably my wife and man, I couldn't even just her. If I if I brought somebody else, they get like you know other people get upset. Okay, I feel you. I feel Can't you. even I feel you. yeah, gotta exclude them. Just the wife. Okay. So okay. Cool. I feel it. <laughs> if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh. Every day, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Oh. Um, can it be a cuisine or does it have sure. to be like a no, meal? No, I want it specific. <laughs> oh, it's gotta be a oh, damn. It can be broad, I guess. I would I just I'd say burrito. I, if it was a cuisine, I would have said Mexican food, but mm-hmm. if we one thing I'm gonna just have to say burrito because it could be okay. a breakfast burrito, could be a regular burrito. Yeah, you could switch up the burritos. You could get down with the burritos, exactly. breakfast, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I feel that. Okay, where do you see yourself in five years? I hate that question. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what about what about? Okay, well, well, six months, six months. Is that worse? Okay, I hate them all. I'll just guess the. I'll do. I'll do the five. I hate them all because, okay. like, yeah. But that's another topic for another day. Um. Right. Five years. Um, at least one Grammy under my belt. Yes. Um, Big goals. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I love to hear so, it. Yeah, we we out here manifesting. Um, yeah, Grammy. Um, uh, what else, man? House gotta, for sure. Yeah, say we gotta get you out of wherever you guys been living, where you've been. Oh looking yeah, places. that'll be that'll be before Recently. the end of this year. Yeah, we out of here. But yeah, five years definitely the house. Um, house that we've built. Um, okay. I think what else, man? Um, I'm probably going to have the Lambo within five years. That was my next question. What's your <laughs> dream car? Is that your dream car? No, it's actually not. So what's your dream car? What's your dream car? <laughs> I got to know now. If it's not the green Lambo, what's your dream car? <laughs> the dream car is, um, I don't even know if you've ever heard of this, but it's called a, uh, a Conan Seg Agera and it's like $2.1 million dollars. And I don't think I'll ever buy it, even if I had the money, because I can't see myself buying. Well, that, but like, I just can't see myself buying a $2.1 million liability. Like, this is not going to depreciate in value. Like, no thanks, but it is my If you were the only one on the road, maybe, but people are crazy out here. (laughs) That too, you know? But like, yeah, I, I couldn't justify that. That's absolutely not. No way. All right, cool. And uh, if you had to choose any movie to be a star, the star of, what would it be? An X Men movie. Really? Easy. Wow. Love I love it. Marvel. Okay. X Men is my favorite series. X Men. Easy. Let's go. All right, and last one. Uh, who's your biggest icon or role model? Uh, if we're talking like a music role model, um, Drake. Drake, okay. Versus yeah. regular inspiration, motivation. Oh, just yeah, just a either or. My, my dad, hundred percent. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay, your turn. You want to? You have anything crazy to ask me, real quick? Um, if I had that list of questions, I was gonna just <laughs> backfire them right back you at you. Me, you want me to flip the script? Yep. Let's All do right. it. All right. Favorite place I've ever traveled? Australia, hands down. No questions about it. Yes. Where in Australia was it? 
Um, I sailed around Whitsunday Island. So I flew into Brisbane, which is like one of their bigger cities. And then I flew from Brisbane into the Whitsunday Islands because you can't get to it by car. Um, I was there for 11 days. I did my research there. So, but it was like, I, that's the only place I've been out of the country, but that's definitely favorite place I ever traveled. It was beautiful. Absolutely. That's gorgeous. fire. Yes. Wow. Um, craziest childhood memory that I have. Oh my goodness. There's literally way too many. <laughs> but right off well, the top five of my seconds. head. I know, five seconds. Okay, real quick. Uh, craziest childhood memory would be probably when my house caught on fire when I was little. We were playing Simpsons Road Rage in the living room with a babysitter. A fire popped off and it went crazy and it was bad news bears. I couldn't sleep in the house for like a week. Yeah. Damn. Was it like, do you watch This Is Us? No. I don't know what that oh, is. man. I was about I to say, man. rock. Yeah, like, what's, well, well, that's perfect. What you going to do while you under the rock? Watch shows. No, read books. <laughs> I still got to get on to the reading book tip. So Yes. Okay. We'll get you there. All right. Uh, next question. If I got stranded on an island, who are the two people that I would take with me? Hmm. This one is stupid hard. Definitely my mom, for sure. She's the best. Okay. And she's lit most of the time. She's awesome. She's fun. <laughs> and she keeps me sane. Uh, second person... I'm like all on this feminist tip right now. So like, I don't even know if I could bring a man with me. I think it would have to be, mm, I want to say one of my best friends. I don't want to say anyone specific because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but it'd have to be someone who always has great vibes, similar energy as me and they know who they are. So we'll leave it at that. Um, nah, hold on fam. I'm gonna give you like no! 10 more seconds. You gotta be specific. Nah, fam. I was specific. If you can't, hey, if you can't decide, okay, then it's okay, only fine, one person. Fine, fine, fine. I got you. I got you. I got you. We will say my girl Taylor, my roommate from senior year. I lived with her for a year, so I know her really well. That's my girl. I haven't seen her in a minute, and I love her. I miss her dearly. We get along pretty well, so she keeps me grounded too. So Taylor, shout go. out to you. Yes. And for anybody else, for any other of Sierra's friends, I love you that too. Weren't, that weren't named, <laughs> just know that you would not be on the island. They don't want to get shared on an island with me anyway. I'm too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be swimming ashore somehow, some way. Be like, screw that. I'm gone. I'll let a shark get me before I gotta say it was Sierra on an island. <laughs> I'm just trying to start some drama. I know. All right. So if I could eat one thing for the rest of my life, what would it be? Tacos in a second. I don't even care. And you're right. Mexican cuisine is my jam. I love Mexican food. I'm actually about Undefeated. to get tacos as soon as we get off of here. I can't wait. Oh, man. I'm jealous. Sorry. I'm always putting food ideas in your head, too. I'm so sorry I about know. that. <laughs> That's not fair. All right. Uh, where do I see myself in five years? Okay. I want three properties, not just one. Okay. I am going to have an 800 credit score. I'm almost there, but that's what I'm coming for. I want a new married. car and I hope I'm married. That's Those are the goals. I married. Want to be married. In five years. Not tomorrow, not this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, five for sure. years. Yeah. Already? I'm 25. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's reasonable. All that. Yeah. You got yes. all that. Yes, I'm Easy. ready. Uh, what's my dream car? Yikes. Okay. I've been talking about this a lot and I swear I'm speaking into existence. I don't even know how much it is as a dream car, but it's something I want really bad. I don't even think it's out yet, but I want that new Mustang truck. And if you haven't seen it, I don't think it's released yet. It doesn't come out until after the new year, but that's what I want. Mustang, Mustang truck. truck. Mm -hmm. It's like an SUV. I think it sucks because it's rear, rear, rear wheel drive. But other than that, 
it, that means it's fast. So I'm excited. An SUV yeah. that's rear wheel drive. Mm -hmm. so do you understand how being Dangerous? in, in <laughs> yes, how impractical that is in the Midwest? Uh, in five years, maybe I'll move. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, I need that car though. At least, you at least temporary. That. Maybe like maybe I'll just pick it up in the spring and then I'll return it in the fall and lease something else. That's <laughs> what we're gonna that. do. <laughs> okay. Uh, if I could choose, have you seen it for real? It's beautiful. No, that's why I'm. That's why I'm like, it's interesting. I'm like, cause out of all, cause it's a, it's a lot of vehicles out there. I'm just mm -hmm. like, oh, I wonder what. I'll I'll Google it after this. Yeah, that's what I got my eyes on right now. So that's what's that's that's the one I want. Uh, oh. If I could choose any movie to be the star of, what would it be? Matilda. I don't know why that just popped in my head, but I've been wanting to watch Matilda a lot lately. I want to be her. I want to make shit fly around the room, freak out Miss Trunchbull. That's what I want to do, Matilda. <laughs> I So I've never seen that. Ever. What? Yeah, oh nah, I haven't. Yeah. That's a classic. I know, and there's a lot of classics I haven't seen before. Before we put you on the on the book book tip, you gotta watch Matilda. You gotta get on the classic movies. I really don't want. I'm not a big movie watcher myself, but that's definitely a childhood favorite. So that would be the one. Got you. Be a magician, and uh, my biggest icon role model. Oh, geez, there's so many. Literally, I love, love, love looking up to other people and following their stories and just being inspired by them. Um, I think like turning point for in my life though, definitely Rachel Hollis. Like that is my, I read her book and I literally feel like it changed everything. And then after Rachel Hollis, it would be Gary V. I really like, Oh yeah. I like their mindsets. I like their quotes. I like how they feel about life. I love it. Those are my two right there. Yeah. That's my man right there. Like, I, I don't know if I know somebody as competitive as me <laughs> other than like, yeah, like my wife, obviously, and then uh, yeah, yeah, Gary V. We we vibe on that level. It'll be super dope to have a conversation with him. Man, man, all I need is ten minutes. Wow, that would be crazy. I feel like my another milestone would just be met in my life just off talking to him. That's nuts, right? Yes. All yeah. right. So moving into our unraveled lib, we're going into a spoof off the iconic Mad Libs that's sadly gone out of style. But we're gonna try and bring it back for the one time. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a thing that you're gonna do with all your guests? Uh, it depends how my listeners like it. If they really enjoy it, it's stupid silly. Um, if I can make sure I have enough content for it, I'd like to bring it back because I don't think anyone's really doing this right now, and I think it's. I maybe I might move it up in the segment just so it's more of like a like, like icebreaker. icebreaker yeah because i mean you and i we've been kind of in communication for i don't even know a few weeks now since the beginning of my launch so yeah. um i feel like i had a pretty good idea of what we're doing like coming into this but for other people that i don't really know this might be a good way to do it so I agree. um yeah i think it'll be cool so shout out to the frisky um it's a website um that's ran by women they provided me this mad lib template I appreciate you guys. Um, before the show, I asked Biddle to fill out the parts of speech, and this is the outcome. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the parts of speech that you sent me? 
Um, I'm sure I mean, you will I remember, too. Yeah, some of the words, but um, yeah, this this will be. It depends on whatever the theme of the thing is. It yeah, can be you really have great, no idea. Or it could suck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I have to get into character. <laughs> okay. You ready? Ready. Here we go. Reporting live, this is Sierra Ortiz, and I'm here to report today's weird news. A unicyclist in Rhode Island was arrested this morning after he slobbed in front of his bunion. Mike Pence has a history of whispering, but nobody, nobody, not even his chicken wing, ever imagined he'd be petrified with a body bag stuck in between his butt cheeks. I always thought he was moist, but I never thought he'd do something like this. Even his great uncle was surprised after a brief rap se session cops followed him into an applebee's where he reportedly vomited into a fry machine in april a woman was charged with a similar crime but rather than drifting with a newborn she crashed into a slippery dog either way we imagine that after witnessing him yawning with an omelet there are probably a whole lot of hair follicles that are going to need some therapy there we go <laughs> how do we do Oh, you said you almost made me get off track. <laughs> Yo, that was hilarious. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, it doesn't make man. sense that much, but it was cool. I don't even know how long. Nah, it's been there was some. There was some. Like the funny part is always like when it makes sense. Yeah. I feel like because like I don't know. Like of course, if you just sat there and. You know, you saw all the words prior to you could make something pretty funny, but like mm -hmm. I think the good part is when it is when it makes sense, then it's like, oh snap, it made sense. And then if it's funny on top of that, then it's just like, oh, and it was yes. funny. Like Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how long it's been since I've done a mad lib. Maybe like middle school. We used to like set up text say, one of my Yeah, it's been a minute. Grade school. We had like books that you get from the library. We would just mm -hmm. play around with them. Yeah, no, we used to like set up tents in one of my friends' living rooms and like stay up late with a flashlight and fill them out and stuff. Honestly, it was great. I really didn't. I read it briefly. Like I knew it was going to be like weird news. And I was like, great, I'm going to have to role play and pretend to be a news reporter. Okay, yeah. I could do this. And then I was like putting it together and like putting in your parts of speech that you gave me. And then I was like, oh, this is this is this is ridiculous. <laughs> I thought um, you were going to have like the broadcaster voice where, you know, they have like the real, like, I don't even know what to call it. It's just like real monotone. Like, and today at five, we saw blah, blah, oh, yeah. more coming done, later I today. I was too excited. I have too much energy for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was either way. It was funny. Cool, cool. All right. And because we will seriously get carried away and end up talking for hours since we both love to talk, it's seriously been such a pleasure having you as my first guest. Like, Seriously, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for planting a new seed and hyping me up to carry out my passion to help others. Like you're seriously going to go so far. You're so talented and your mind, your mindset makes you stand out from all the others. So I just know you're going to make it and I can't wait to see what's next for you. So don't forget to go check out his latest single. Think about it. Follow on Instagram at Biddle Music, Biddle, B-I-D-D-L-E, but with a three. Hey, YouTube and on TikTok. And uh, as I always say, stop letting them unravel you because only you can unravel yourself. I'll talk to you guys next week. I'll be sharing with you what led up to the breaking point in my relationship. Thanks for listening.